Alrighty, guys. Welcome back to the Well-Rounded Wealth Podcast. Jack, how you doing? I'm good, man. I'm doing really well. Good, good. So, uh, what do we got going on today? What are we talking about? Uh, well, we are out of the studio today. We are in Patrick's apartment in Charlotte, um, and we just had a fun night. We caught up with some old friends, and we have one of our closest friends here as a guest today, Clayton Brockman. What's up, Clayton? Hey, how you doing? <laughs> We're good, man. Um, just tell us and I guess uh, our audience listening like who you are and how you know us. So I'm Clayton. I'm one of Jack and Patrick's good friends. It's funny kind of putting this into perspective just out loud, but we've uh, all, we went to school together from the age of five to when we graduated high school. I mean, yeah, that's a lot of time. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we go way back and uh, we've kept in touch and we're, you know, great friends there's really no other way to put it like it's just we've stayed really close and i'm i'm really excited to be here i'm glad y'all are having me on yeah um which is exactly actually what we decided we should talk about we want to do an episode on friendships and um maybe relationships a little bit in general too with other people and what makes a good one and we've been friends since we were like five years old so i i would love to investigate like why our friendships have stood the test of time yeah, why they continue and what makes, or what are some factors that go into kind of continuing a relationship beyond something that's just, uh, I guess, a little um, existential or um, something like that, or that's kind of flighting or, or whatnot. Like, how do you maintain a good, healthy relationship? So um, I think with that, like, in terms of, kicking the conversation off one thing that I'm interested in is how do you make that jump from all right you've been around someone as a friend for the entire like growing up part of your life through middle school high school elementary school all that and now we're going to school or we're living hundreds of miles apart so how how have we maintained that and like what have been important parts of um our not only maintaining it but growth as friends yeah we um we have a group chat a high school group chat with all of our friends and i was convinced that when we went to college that it would slowly die and it's definitely not as active obviously but it has not died it just hasn't like there are still texts in that group chat sometimes and i think I don't know. I guess we just have that connection that we can continue to text each other. And it's always, it's less of like us like talking, making jokes with each other. And it's more like life updates from some of our friends and like some of you guys that I like really appreciate. And I think it's just important. Like sometimes you might think that, oh, like they don't need to hear that. They're, they're busy throughout their day. or like, oh, I don't want to just talk about myself. But I think when it comes to that with group chats, I think it's really cool to just like give those updates because I always like to see them. So I'm sure it's good vice versa too. I think yeah. if you have good news and if they're actually your friends, your friends want to hear that good news. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's kind of uh, fun, like kind of back and forth between like, you know, sometimes it's like diet LinkedIn. Like it's just like, Hey guys, like this is what I'm doing. But then at the same time, you know, we can just have fun and you know, we're just doing our thing. And, it's just like seeing the mix and match of all that is kind of funny. But at the end of the day, as long as you're keeping in touch and you're committing to that, that's all that matters. Yeah. yeah. Maintain, like maintaining what you had, like you have to just commit. 
that's all it is. You just have to commit. You have to say, like, you know what? I have this much time in the day. Am I going to, you know, just not call that person? Or am I going to, like, you know, shoot that person a text? And I'm going to say, like, let's catch up. It's been a little while. That's all it takes. Yeah. yeah. And I think on the main maintenance and, um, like, commitment level, it's also a part of, I think, where our relationship started and our friendship started is our values and what we're passionate about is pretty aligned with most of the people in our group. So we didn't really fall to this, the high school hoopla of like, all right, popular group, whatever. We kind of just, like I think we've talked about before, Jack, is we did what we enjoyed. And yeah. to like, even though it was goofy and nerdy or whatever, like we had a ton of fun doing it. And we were like, screw it. I don't care what everyone else in the the... Um, popular culture or um, what's like socially cool um, like whatever everyone else thought but yeah. like we stuck to who we are and I think when you're maintaining or even cultivating new friends when you find people that align value wise and passion wise that's where you can form deeper connections yeah what I and what I really enjoyed about our friend group is that we all we all had similar I guess overall values but we all had very different backgrounds of what we were doing in school like we were not like the the basketball team who like played basketball and like I was doing theater and so was um, our buddy Andrew but then like other people were doing soccer and like other people were doing lacrosse like you Patrick like we all were doing different things Yet we were all friends. Yet we all sat at lunch together every day. Yet we had our group chat. Yet we always hung out with each other on the weekends, which I thought was really neat. And I don't even, looking back, really know how that happened. Yeah, it was the best way possible. It was organic. It wasn't like some forced acquaintance where we all just were on the same team, like you said. We were in the same club or something. We just kind of, like, I don't want to say accidentally, but, like, we just ended up meeting people that shared those same values which is what you just highlighted like we found those people organically and that's i feel like a big part of why a lot of us are so close to this day yeah no i very much agree with that yeah and i think that actually kind of sparks a thought of mine on on something i've read it's called um when kids are super young and just starting to play with toys or get introduced to the concept of playing with others it's called parallel play so like uh, you'll set two chi- children next to each other. One's playing with his truck, another playing with his truck, and they don't know each other. They're just playing with their truck separately. But because of proximity and affiliation, like eventually they're going to start playing with their trucks or whatever together. Um, and I think that's a, a natural kind of way to introduce friends. Like when you're doing something that you both enjoy so like I guess let's apply it to kind of where we are now in life like if we're both going to the gym if you're working out with someone and or working out by yourself and someone else is working out with you like you can be like oh hey like I'm doing kind of the same things like why don't we try and do this together one time or something like that and then that's kind of how you get to um, kind of affiliate with someone or um, get introduced to someone else yeah. It does make me think kind of on the line of like acquaintance versus friend actually just when you mentioned the gym like I like just like 
spitballing, but there was a, there's like a guy like at my gym that I never see outside of the gym, but he and I are like, he's like my gym guy. Like I just am like, I go to like, <laughs> you always dab like, we, yeah, we dab each other up. I'm like, oh, how you doing? Like, oh, like looking great. Like, how you doing? What are you hitting today? And then like, I, I saw him one time outside of the gym and it was hilarious. Like we, we ran into each other at a bar and uh, he's a graduate student at Chapel Hill. So he's just kind of, you know, completely different circles. But then I was like, we just kind of like, we're walking. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> here he is. <laughs> wow. But, uh, it makes me think though, in terms of like, you know, like you run into so many people in your life and you're not gonna be that close with everybody. And I think that makes the close people valuable is to realize that it's okay to just have those tight few. You don't have to go around like trying to worry about everybody liking you because Newsflash, it's not going to happen. You can't, I mean, you, cannot, you, you absolutely cannot do that. An interesting kind of thought I heard was uh, thinking of life in terms of friends and relationships as kind of a zero-sum game. Basically, like, the idea that to be so close and form such a meaningful relationship with some people, you have to be almost like, to put it like bluntly, like an embarrassment to other people. You Like, to other people, you have to just be like... Oh, oh my God! I can't, I can't stand this guy. Yes, that's probably dramatic, but like to think of things as a zero-sum game kind of means like you know what? I'm just going to be my authentic self, and whether people like me or not, there's going to be those people that I meet that I am close with. And the only way that you can truly find those people is by being the truest version of you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think it also, if you want to look at it like an investment, like you as you get older and as we've gotten older, you have to decide like who is worth investing your time in. So like if, if you don't think someone's going to reciprocate the same kind of like, I guess passion towards you or something like that, or care about you the same way that you care about them, then why are you going to waste your time in investing in them? And like when you're cultivating new relationships, like that's something you kind of, I guess not have to think like on the um, forefront, but as it gets deeper and deeper, like who, like, what are you telling them? Like how deep are you going? Like, and that's, that's in terms of depth of a relationship and how meaningful it is. Like that's what you kind of start to weigh and whether it's something that's natural or it feels, I guess, kind of forced. Yeah. So question for you guys based off of that, what qualities do you guys notice and or look for in your close friendships and or relationships that you would admire and also like you're like yes like this is the person I want to have in my life I have some in mind as well but I think the number one thing off the top of my head is just values I think that I to kind of understand that I almost have to think about the friends that I made in college versus the two of you and our other friends just because and not that we don't share the same values, we do. It's just more like I was thinking when I went to college and meeting people that I hadn't already known for so many years. I was like, what made, what drew me to people? What made me right. so close with people? When I think of my roommate, Chris, like he's a like really great friend of mine, one of my best friends. And like he and I just will sit down and we'll have conversations. It's like we value the same things. Are we exactly the same? Absolutely not. I mean, this guy, we're talking champ of champs like doctor <laughs> this guy's an absolute stud we're not the same but 
we share the same values and we, we can sit down and I feel like we see life in a very similar way such that we are able to kind of just spitball and whether it's like we're hung over in the living room or we're driving doing something actually productive with our day we see life in a way that we're able to share those moments and just enjoy them together i just think yeah. values is like a crucial part of it i think one of the big things i've noticed and i've definitely like seen the opposite from some friends that i've had in college which has made me realize like for you guys like this is why i like you guys so much i'm so connected to you guys is because there's a thing that happens in friendships i think sometimes because for example like we're both guys like going through the same stages of life i think sometimes guys can get maybe jealous or start to feel competitive with their friends um in certain situations and sometimes i've noticed in some of my past friendships is that when you start excelling and doing really well they almost don't like it because then they start getting internal about themselves they start comparing um like oh well my my friend is doing like he's he's doing all great but like i don't like the idea of him doing great because it's not making me feel great about myself so i'm not gonna act like it's that great and i'm not gonna be super happy for him you can't be genuine in there exactly yeah i think with um like what i've been reading is that's something that is so evident that if once you achieve a goal or um you kind of get to this realization in life where you want to be at or you're success and whatever that is in your mind if that person can be on the same page as you without having some internal insecurity on on their end like that's a true friend yeah like that is something that is like if if you have that hold on to it because like that is someone you can very likely always go to and um always uh kind of connect with yeah, so thinking about people that like bring you down, I kind of think of it as a bit of uh, like, and it almost sounds selfish saying this, but it, I think it makes sense, is like you have to put on your own oxygen mask first. Like what I mean by that is- On the plane. People, yeah, yeah, exactly. People that are gonna try to bring you down, the reason that they feel that way is because they're so dependent on what other people think about them. And they're taking your success and they're trying to bring you back down to their level because they're insecure about how they feel about themselves. What really would bring them out of that rut is just working on themselves and finding that inner motivation or inner inspiration to just take action and make it happen in their own life. And when they're not putting on their own oxygen mask, they're just gonna rip everyone else's off. Like it's just kind of like a thing that, you know, I'm not, sitting here on my high horse like oh i'm completely independent like everybody is Has constantly in some places wor- yeah of course and everybody's working on you know improving themselves to some extent i'd like to think but i think that t- in order to properly be a good friend to someone or be a good boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever to someone you have to be at least relatively independent and secure in who you are before you can just go around and just be, you know, bringing down other people. Right. I think that's a crucial part of like why people act that way is just 
internal insecurity. Yeah, I mean, yeah. going into relationships, that was one of my, like, biggest issues, I think, like, throughout college. Um, especially, like, seeing girls and, like, um, doing all of that. For me, at first, like, it was very much like a, you are the other half. Like, you are, like, the thing that, like, completes something and, like, that's, like, a goal. Like, together, we has something complete and I need a girl to feel fulfilled and this and that and that and I started putting my own value and self-worth into other people which I realized was a huge mistake on my end because in the end that's not really gonna give you any fulfillment and or self-worth and you also shouldn't put that on somebody to give yeah yeah I mean you're you you are not only carrying your burden but you're also putting it on them which is a like, I mean, that's not something you can realize right away, but like, over time, like as like the relationship with a person like that grows, like you could definitely kind of start to feel like, okay, I'm not me and this other person aren't two separate entities. Like, my identity has kind of transformed into this person, which I think mm-hmm. is, is dangerous. And I actually think uh, a good kind of quote here. Um, perfect friendship is based on willing each other's well-being and shared love for something good and virtuous that is outside either of you the other person shares in your passion which is intrinsic not instrumental so like having that internal connection of like you did something good or successful like i am genuinely happy for you it's not like oh he reached xyz goal right like i wish i could have done that like that kind of thing yeah well let's let's put that into perspective like for for us you're about to run an iron man a couple weeks yeah Um, i hate this guy (laughs) (laughs) i I can't stand this guy i can't stand yeah we we could like you know be somewhat passive aggressive and like be like oh yeah like oh good for you and your iron man and like yeah look at david goggins (laughs) over here wow he's he's so sick no i mean it's it's no, I mean, it's, it's impressive. Awesome. Yeah, like, why we're friends is because, like, I am legitimately so excited for you to run this race, and, like, I can't wait to support you. But yeah. in ulterior, and something I see other friends do, I could be like, oh, well, yeah, like, guess you don't have time for other things. Like, you're just, uh, you're just always doing your Iron Man. Like, you could throw <laughs> those passive-aggressive things out, and the reason you're doing it is because you're just like, well, I'm not running Iron Man. Like, and internally, like, you could let that bring you down but also you could just support your friend. And like for you, like when you talk to me about your training, like it just encourages me to like work harder in what I'm doing too, which I think yeah. is a great, um, a great way to healthy way to like be friends and, and kind of boost each other. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, like, you literally like you, I got off the phone with you and I literally like swear to God, watch the, training scene from Rocky and Creed. And I went straight to the gym. <laughs> I, was really like, I was like, we are gunning it the rocky creed training montages get me so I mean, excited to literally like I, I will run through a wall like especially for me rocky four training montage the the two-parter you know we're talking training montage and then hearts on fire and then uh-huh. the segue <laughs> into you know, we're not we're not done yet we go to creed two in the desert and he's in the desert that's my favorite. and, that's my and favorite. like michael b jordan is just like like he's got like a like weights on his like neck and he's like just like 
just like yeah. doing like neck curls. They're throwing like the medicine ball against his abs. And he's, he's just <laughs> like he's just like taking it and like Rocky's like take it, take it. Like if you want to get motivated, people, we just gave you a plan. I mean, this is as easy as it gets. Like they, like forget about a gym membership. Forget about don't worry you know, about your diet. For supplements. <laughs> worrying about your diet. Watch Rocky. Rocky and Creed. <laughs> the new Creed movie was very good as well. I, I, I haven't seen it yet. It, it was, I haven't seen I really Creed liked it. It kind of moves away from uh, kind of the tie-ins to Rocky as much, but it's really good, like as its own like movie. Like I really like the it. training montage. What we want it to be. I gotta say, it was really good, but it wasn't as good as the other ones. The whole movie in general, though, was good. I, yeah, personally, I'm I, sure. I, I, I heard think, it was really cool. Yeah, it wasn't as good as uh, Creed one and two, but I really liked it. Like, I, it wasn't a bad movie by any means. Yeah. But, it was good. Anyway, uh, yeah. So uh, I just just advertised Creed three for uh, you all. Uh, but yeah, affiliate advertising. But yeah, so so you know, fruits and vegetables. Eh, you know, whatever. Watch Creed. Anyway, watch uh, what were watch we talking about? Yep. Yeah. What were we talking about? Uh, motivation, maybe. Oh, I have an idea. So uh, <laughs> wait, this I check the podcast. I, I, <laughs> People, this is the Clayton <laughs> podcast now. But um, a lot of it comes down to kind of like external versus uh, internal motivations. Like people are putting themselves in a place where they're like not only bringing people down, but also just valuing things that are much more external. It's like, oh, I'm going to have a bigger house than this person or a better car. Or, uh, I don't know. Like, I mean, like a better looking wife or a better looking husband. Like that's that. People, yeah, people, people, yeah, people value sure. very material things, but the people that you truly want to surround yourself with should be getting motivation from internal things of accomplishing goals and bettering themselves and improving and learning and just finding internal motivation versus valuing material things and external things. Yeah. You know? And we, yeah, we talked about this in um, one of our first episodes, intrinsic versus yeah. um, extrinsic motivation. I like, um, couldn't say the words correctly for yeah. some reason. <laughs> I remember that so well. <laughs> Having that thing within you to kind of push you and drive you towards whatever you're working towards, if you can share that with a friend or um, in a relationship, like that's that's something that's you should hold on to and um, is something that's really valuable. And I think on that end, um, there's this concept too of real friends versus deal friends and this more applies to people in the working world you kind of have like your your work buddies i guess but i think it can apply to people like us in our at our age group if you go to college and let's say you're in a social group or fraternity or something like that you have your real friends but then you also have i guess we'll call it friends by affiliation so, like, how do you guys discern who you're really going to go to versus someone you hang out very frequently with, but it's not as deep? Yeah. I mean, Clayton, you and I are both in fraternities. I'm curious on your perspective of that. Because we just have immediate connections through that, but also our actual friends. How, did, how did, do you decipher that, or how do you know, like, who's your actual friends and whatnot? Yeah, I mean, when by association, you're kind of like lumped with a large group of people, like obviously like you're just not going to be best friends with everybody. That's just kind of how it works. But I think it's just important to recognize kind of like and in that situation and also like just in general like life, there's going to be 
people lumped into like three groups like you're gonna have your really close friends or just close people if we want to say that like family and your you know significant other um and you're gonna have that other group that's like i guess you could call acquaintances like you know clayton's okay he's all right you know we're you know he's fine we buddies we're buddies yeah we see each other we say hi we will talk and there's that other group that of people that's just honestly no matter what you do they're just not really going to be a fan of you and that's okay like that there's nothing wrong with that like and there's plenty of people that i've met where i it's by no fault of their own i'm just not like i don't click with them and that's just like that's okay but it's important to recognize that you know in those group situations when you're buddied up with people like you're not gonna just be best friends with everybody that's just not how it works right i mean i think there's definitely some reflection that's worth looking at in that because for example like yeah, if someone just doesn't click with you, that's one thing. But you could also ask yourself if, like, people that you respect aren't liking you, you should start asking why. Like, yeah. are you doing something yeah. wrong? Like, yeah. are you – do you treat people poorly? Are you making mistakes? Like, do you have bad habits? Because that could also be a possibility. I also agree with you that not everyone has to like you. But if there's people in your life that you respect and they're not liking you, I think it's worth, like, doing some self-reflection and asking why, why is that what am i doing yeah. something not wrong by another person's standards but like am i do i have habits do i have behaviors that i don't value myself yeah i think that definitely goes down to kind of the framework we outlined in our first episode is knowing yourself and knowing your values and sticking to those and aligning goals and affiliations like friendships or relationship wise with who you are because I mean there's people out there that like granted we do something that's we're all kind of share a a passion for I guess like exercising that's something that's pretty common but there's people out there that have passions and loves that are just not I guess commonplace so like if you want to look at someone who's an artist or something like that or like even though it's really interesting and cool, like not everyone is born an artist or not as many people share that kind of, um, I guess, passion. So like if you go into a school or something like that as an artist and like you're trying to see who you align with, like there's a good chance that no one in that vicinity is kind of on the same wavelength as you. And like that, I think can be isolating, especially for kids or teenagers. Um, like that's kind of a scary situation because then it kind of makes you ask yourself, okay, kind of like what you said, like, is there something I'm doing wrong? And like the answer could be no, but you have no one to tell you that. Right. So. Yeah, I think that's also. I think an important thing that we did as friends, if like we were ever pissing each other off, we would let each other know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm looking right I, at you, Clayton. Yeah, it's like, I, I do value honesty, and I think a lot of y'all do too, and I think it's really important to, for me at least, I, I really value it coming back at me. Like, I, it right. might suck in the short term, like you might hear something you might not want to hear, but for me to to get that like very like authentic like idea of like what someone's thinking and what why what I'm doing is pissing someone off so much to the point that they're gonna be like 
I don't know, Clayton, what the fuck? Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, I'm, like, trying to think of an example, but I, I honestly can't. Well, I have an example of you calling me out on my bullshit. Last yeah. night, driving up here, and I don't even think you realized I did it, and I didn't even realize I was on my bullshit. But we were driving up here, and we, I was talking about, like, the job search, and I was like, oh, like, this other, like, per, like no one else has got a job yet either and like you were very polite about it i don't even think you fully realize it yeah you're like yeah well like you just gotta stay on your own grind man like you shouldn't be like like making things okay and not working as hard because other people aren't getting results either and i was like yeah no i didn't even realize i was doing that but like you like so subtly called me out on my bullshit and i was like thank you for saying that like in my head i was like i really appreciate that this is why we're friends because you're always willing to call me out when I'm, if ever something like that happens. Yeah, and I think it's important to recognize too that when a good friend of yours is being honest like that, and I mean, maybe I'm kind of like, you know, saying like, oh, yeah, I didn't mean anything, but like, (laughs) it's like, uh, they don't mean necessarily most times, like they're not trying to just dunk on you and just like make you feel bad. Like, no, I, I, you know, like, I love you. Like, you're a great friend of mine. And like, I'm just trying to like, I don't know, like, look out for you, I guess. But, yeah, I just was, like, um, I think I was, like, getting a little too uh, quotey on you. I probably said something like, like, uh, you know, lazy people find excuses, like, like persistent people say, find a way. Or you didn't say like anything that. like that. No, it was chill. I was, like, no, in my head, I was, like, damn, like, this is, like, th- that's a reason why I love having you in my life. Because I love having people that are willing to, like, challenge me. Yeah. That's also something I look for in relationships, which I have struggled to find. Like, yeah. someone who like challenges me that I like respect highly and has different opinions that makes me think differently. Yep. Um, I like that in friends, um, and I look for that in my relationships. Um, and my parents do it to me too. Yeah, because I think, I mean, if if you're a relationship or friendship, where, uh, and granted, there there will be people who are like, oh, like, yeah, I'm on the same wavelength, or yeah, I agree, and. But that kind of deeper relationship or friendship that you have of people that like, okay, here's your opinion, but here's my opinion. And it's not like contention and um, I guess different thoughts aren't bad. It's just simply a different way of thinking, which is completely right. And two people can have very different opinions and get to the same kind of conclusion. But it's just being able to kind of open your mindset a little bit yeah I totally 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 agree with that that's why too like I think we had um, or like people I've met being kind of out of school early I think that's why the more and more I've gone out and, and met different people like age is definitely just a number like it is so much more based on your <laughs> what'd you say Patrick <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I'll tell you this. So the for the twenty seven year old women at Tiber Creek, age is not just a number. It, if you're still in college, it doesn't exactly uh, go your way. However, I understand Patrick's point. It, no, keep going, right, Pat. Right. Beyond the. Sexual mindset that Clayton's thinking. <laughs> yeah, this is all Clayton's fault. We were having a damn conversation. Clayton, you you're the one who's making it like that. You're I, dirty boss, Clayton. Listen, I, I don't want to, you know. They, they, this is, uh, 
This is you kind of casting that on me. I'm just ha- I, we were just having a conversation, just having a, having a drink. But uh, anyway, anyway, but you're age is just, just a number. number. So go, Patrick. Yeah, go, Patrick. Let's hear. Let's hear this. Like it's, it's see what you gotta say. Age is just a number. With, yeah, let's hear it. In terms of friends and people you connect with, uh-huh. like if yeah. you guys uh, okay. are on the same level in terms of maturity and frame of thought, mindset, thinking, like there's no reason that someone who's 25 and somebody who's 30 can't be best friends. That's kind of what I'm trying to You say. just made a really good point. Yeah, it's, <laughs> no, it's a great point. Just in the context of <laughs> we just, yeah, we just talked about it, I was like, this we is absolutely great. lit it up. Yeah. <laughs> and I broke the stool. <laughs> um, anyway, but yeah, that's the point I'm trying to make because you'll meet people in your life that are different ages than you or are at different points in their life but if you guys are of the same mindset and think the same way there's no reason why you guys can't connect on a a deeper level just because you're like okay i'm older than this person or younger than this person like if you guys share those values share those beliefs that wherever you are in life like that could be someone worth getting a perspective on so yeah, no, I so a concrete example of that, Clayton. You actually broke the stool. I broke the stool. <laughs> there is a stool that he's sitting on, and it is completely broken. <laughs> I swear, I've been losing weight. I don't. <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you. And look at handyman Captain yeah. America over here fixing. Patrick's it. about to go whip out his toolbox. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Right next to his Iron Man training kit. <laughs> All right, I'll try not to break it again, but thank <laughs> you, Pat. <laughs> Appreciate it. Um, okay, back to the point. Back to the point. Um, no, there's a ton of uh, freshman age guys who just joined my fraternity. And like some of them, I just like have really connected with, just getting to know them. And I, it's what you're saying about the maturity thing. Like we just, yeah. there's some things that we see the world in like a similar perspective. Because while I said it's important to be challenged, like the people that you're close with, you also have to have like, a shared perspective and understand that person and also connect with them too. Yeah. It shouldn't always just be conflict and fights and like everything you say I disagree with. That's that'd be brutal. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and yeah. I think on kind of putting it into like framework perspective is like if you find someone that shares your values and um yeah, most importantly your values first and then something you guys are both passionate about then that's a friendship or relationship that's worth exploring at least. And I mean, it could only go as far as you, the effort you put into it on both sides. So, and that's something that with friendships or relationships, whether it's um, companionate or, or love relationships, like it requires continuous effort. Like yeah. you're not just gonna be, I think something that's so special about our friend group is I and we continuously talk like on a month or monthly or weekly basis like and not that it's like oh my god like I have to put effort into it I hate when Patrick Collins sends me a text message (laughs) it makes me so angry takes so much time out of my day (laughs) when Patrick Collins calls me when Clayton Brockman harasses me about fantasy football when it's not football season like god I hate him so much you know I did not, I don't know football, but I play in a fantasy league with these guys, and Clayton 
take I've, advantage. I've, of, I've dunked on him in the past. <laughs> I mean, like, it is like, like it's I, like advantage. He's like, hey, like you should do this trade. I think it's a good trade. Like it's fair. And like I'm like, okay. And I accept the trade. And literally, the fantasy the, group the chat, chat blows up. It's like up, this trade yep. shouldn't even be allowed. Like. Jack just screwed himself, and I was like, so embarrassed. <laughs> Listen, sometimes you gotta be the villain. Sometimes you gotta be bad to be good. And you know what? Uh, this world takes no prisoners, and in fantasy football, I take no prisoners. Yeah, no, you were in the group chat. You're like, tell me you would have done the same. Like, I knew his knowledge. Like, I took advantage of it. Like, tell me you would have yeah, taken advantage I, of an opportunity. I, that was what was funny. Is I didn't try to defend the trade itself. I just said you all would have done the same thing if you knew that you could. <laughs> I didn't try to like like most of the times in a fantasy football league when someone like totally like takes advantage of someone in a trade like. Someone tries to like defend the trade and be like, "Listen, well, he's getting this and this back, even if it's complete horseshit." But I literally was like, "No, <laughs> like you would have done the same if you were in my position. If you knew you could get Dalvin Cook on your team for the for the fifty cents on the dollar, you'd do the same thing." <laughs> That's why I don't respond to your fantasy texts because I, I don't. <laughs> when it comes to fantasy football, I don't trust you <laughs> and I hate you. <laughs> I would hate me too. That's why. That's this why is a I'm great na- point on French. Yeah, that's why. That's why I do some nasty at fantasy. There AJ Shaka, I hope you're listening to this. I'm coming for you. There will be times. No, AJ was like, it was that trade killed him. I oh, he was so mad because he made a rule like in our fantasy league. He's like, if two people agree, like I can't override the trade. Yeah, in and most cases, like, you're not really and he supposed was like, to feed out. I yeah. feel so inclined to override this trade, but I can't because, like, AJ's, you know, true to his values is true to his word. He's like, I <laughs> said I wouldn't override trades. We look for so similar we- values in people, including not doing <laughs> trades in fantasy football. Yeah, he, uh, yeah, I mean, he just didn't want to, like, feel like he was being too intrusive, but... I just thought it was hilarious that it was like it got to that point that like um, as soon as the tra- like you, I literally texted you and you're like yeah it looks good except <laughs> like the league chat just explodes. It, like, I was in class. I was in like an aesthetics for film class. Yeah, and I was just seeing, like, my laptop starts blowing up <laughs> with text fantasy football related about how terrible that trade was how i'm such an idiot to even consider the trade <laughs> i started being referred to as thanos and the yeah. in the, the like chat it was just like like clayton uh like adding uh infinity stone to his gauntlet like it's like <laughs> let's go you know i heard like they snapped jack out he snapped jack out of existence yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then when i uh when i ended up i feel like i remember i lost in like the championship game and i sent that gif where he like in uh end game spoiler he fucking dies and like <laughs> and he, and he, uh, such a huge comment to make yeah spoiler uh, coming spoiler he dies alert, he fucking dies I'm Clayton yeah but he, but he usually there's a little pause between spoiler alert and that it was like you had maybe like you had like maybe half a second to click pause also though if you haven't seen if you haven't seen that movie it's been out for what like four or five years like, yeah, that's that's kind of a you problem I, I, I'm just saying like it's it was like the most popular movie maybe of like like ever like it was up yeah. there and if you haven't seen it I, I kind of don't feel bad for you at this point it's like when someone yeah. like no. like hasn't seen like Breaking Bad or something like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil it because I love the show so much but like if someone hasn't seen it I'm like listen like that you're just doing yourself a disservice like I don't know what to tell you <laughs> yeah 
All right, let's, let's leave it back to the friendship and relationship. So that was a good old tangent, but that was awesome. Yeah. That was great. You're all done. So, yeah. um, like this example, like it is perfectly great to have diversity in friends. Well, the thing is, is yeah. <laughs> oh no, I'm, I'm segueing right on this uh, point. Is like. I think the most valuable times with friends is when you're not like you're just kind of together and you're just spitballing. I mean, it's just not like not everything has to have like perfect. Maybe I don't know what the right word is. It's like not everything has to be like super planned out and be like we're doing you know th- like scheduled out this and this this and then we're going here and we're doing that. Like the most fun times I've had with y'all is just when we're like sitting in a room and we're just talking. Yeah, like it's late at night or early in the morning when we had one or two drinks, no more. Like, you know, spitballing, just having fun, just being together and just kind of laughing about memories. You know, we're talking about the Baja Mar or we're talking about just random just, things. Like it. You know. That was our senior year of high school spring break resort. No <laughs> fun was had whatsoever. I think we've talked about that on like three of the... <laughs> Five episodes. Yeah, it's like, the, it's like the, the guys take one vacation. It's like literally the only thing they can talk about. Yeah. All right. So loop all this back sure. to yeah. friendship. And you so usually, usually we like have a whole page Google Docs notes for our episodes. We literally woke up this morning. We're like, we're going to turn on the mics. And we're going to talk about friendship. We had no, yeah. <laughs> which, which I love. But I guess an example of our tangents and like us like doing that, like, that's also just us being friends and just enjoying the presence and not really caring exactly what we're talking about, but connecting with things that we're talking about, which I think is why the, why like the tangents that we've had in this episode have happened is why we're so close. Yeah. Cause we can talk about anything and kind of enjoy that moment. And I guess that even though we went on a little loop, like that can be as an example for, someone else kind of reflected on their life and their friendships like if you find yourself in that moment where it's like even though you're supposed to do something or talk about a certain type subject and it goes off like realizing like all right that's kind of just being in the moment and enjoying what you have at that time um which it's hard to do especially when you have something that you you want to get planned done but if you take 30 seconds out of your day to just realize like, all right, what I have right now is special. Like you'll be 10 times better off and have 10, like way more clear mindset moving throughout your day and, and with the people that you're around than um, just trying to stick to a timeline. Yeah. I think kind of to like bring it full circle, it almost is, kind of a part of just being balanced like you like just having moments in your day where it's really planned out and you feel like you're scheduling yourself and you're being super um i don't really know the right word for it but like a part of being balanced is just taking some moments and just enjoying life and just not worrying too much about like you know oh am i getting off my schedule like you know if we're just here we're sitting and talking like you know maybe i have something to do in the afternoon you know i'm saying off of a podcast like and we're sitting there like we had gone out the night before and we're just 
hanging out in the morning talking, sometimes it's better to just, you know, take that half hour or whatever it ends up being and just hang out with the people that you love and share those moments because what's kind of a harsh part of life is like you only have so many. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. value them while they are there. I couldn't agree more. All right. Should well, we wrap it? Yeah. yeah. So point is if it's a wolf pack or your friends, it takes effort, but as long as you continue to align yourself value wise and passion wise and continue to grow and take moments to enjoy the friendships and relationships you have, then those are things worth holding on to. So I'm glad I'm great friends and love you guys. I so, love, I I love, love you, you guys, guys too. too. I love you all to death. This is this is really fun. I'm glad we had you, man. Thanks for coming on, Clayton. Yeah, thank, thank you, you so much. Yeah, I really First appreciate guest. y'all uh, having me on. Like, I really have enjoyed the podcast so far, so I'm really excited to see where it goes. Yeah, thanks yeah. so much, man. Thanks so much. Awesome. All right, well, let's wrap it. All right, thanks again for listening, as always. Uh, much love to you guys. Hello again, everyone. This is Jack Mullen from Well-Rounded Wealth. If you've been enjoying the podcast so far, please feel free to give it a follow from wherever it is that you're listening from. As well as a rating, it actually helps out the podcast a ton, and Patrick and I really appreciate it. Also, come check out our website, wellroundedwealth.com, which serves as the hub for our podcast and also our blog that Patrick and I have been working on. Thanks, everyone.